With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee reports 205 COVID-19 tests carried out since our last report on Thursday. All are negative for SARS-CoV-2. The number of antibody tests that have been conducted at the Health Services Authority and Health City Cayman Islands is now at 2,557. There have been 63 positives, 38 are people who were previously positive on a PCR test, and six are contacts of previous PCR positive people. That leaves 19, eight of whom have a travel history abroad during recent months, and 11 with no identified COVID-19 contact history. The chief medical officer will no longer be reporting antibody test results, although the results will continue to be collected. The total number of people in isolation, either at a government facility or in their homes, as required by the Medical Officer of Health, is currently at 349. Civil partnership regulations have been gazetted and come into effect this Monday. His Excellency the Governor, Martin Roper, in consultation with Premier the Honorable Alden McLaughlin, approved the new regulations earlier today. The regulations describe how to apply for a civil partnership license, how to deal with the appointment of civil registrars, deputies to civil registrars, and civil partnership officers. The regulations also outline the fees that will be charged and how access to the civil partnership register will be handled. These regulations will make it possible for people to enter into civil partnerships, whether of the same sex or opposite sex, in the Cayman Islands. Forms and guidance for members of the public are available at the Cayman Islands Government General Registry website, that is ciregistry.gov.ky. If you have questions, there is a dedicated email address. It is cpl2020 at gov.ky. Citing a 10 to 15 percent drop in occupancy since the closure of the island's borders, DART says it is having to make some tough decisions and reevaluating the operations of its hotel business. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. DART says the Ritz-Carlton Grand Cayman and Kimtensi Fire Resort and Spa will remain open for local guests, but they are also reviewing operations and staffing needs due to the lack of international business, noting any staff affected would receive severance packages and repatriation flights for international staff. A statement on the DART website says renovations at the Ritz-Carlton Grand Cayman will go ahead as planned next year. The hotel will remain open for the first half of the year and close for a few months starting in July to reopen later in the year. The former Comfort Suites Grand Cayman is currently closed while it's undergoing renovations. The company has provided financial support to employees at both hotels for the past six months in order to bridge the gap until tourism travel resumes. But the soft reopening of the borders still require a 14-day quarantine, not ideal for short-term visitors who usually are here for about a week in total. Dart says the company is still committed to the long-term success of Cayman as a sought-after luxury destination, and its focus remains on being ready and well-positioned to welcome guests when the borders fully reopen and commercial travel resumes. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Planning Minister the Honorable Joey Hughes says work on the Georgetown Revitalization Project continues despite the country's COVID-19 measures. It may not be physical. You see uh, Hero Square was redeveloped, mm-hmm. phase one, and we have another phase coming. You see some changes in the streets, a little bit of designs in the streets. But we're working on the, the technical designs are all finished now. We're working with the power company, um, CUC, on lighting all of our walkways and all our, our little connectors, improving 
general safety and then we will start some some redesigns of our streets uh, to make them more pedestrian friendly, to make it more welcoming. Minister Hughes says government has been encouraged by businesses moving into central Georgetown. We have gyms coming, we have coffee shops opening. Mm-hmm. A lot of large real estate transactions have taken place over the last couple of months and we have a lot of eager private sector individuals willing to help us develop. He says the Georgetown Revitalization Project will work in tandem with plans by government to roll out a new hop-on, hop-off bus service for the capital. Leadership Cayman held its second in-person seminar this month at Health City Cayman Islands. The hot topic, pandemic response and impact. The, the focus of the seminar dealt with health care in the Cayman Islands, and the, this year's class decided to do a tour of Health City, and they also invited special speakers. Obviously, the pandemic is one of the most in, uh, key topics on everyone's mind, so a lot of attention and time was spent on addressing questions with regards to the response uh, to the to pandemic and also um, some of the issues that arose uh, as a result of it. Will Pineau is the chief executive officer at the Chamber of Commerce, and he says discussions ranged from Cayman's readiness to manage a second spike in coronavirus cases to affordable health care. Information is important in, in these times. There's a lot of uncertainty about how the world is responding to the pandemic. From the Cayman Islands standpoint, we've done a very good job. And so there were a lot of discussions about, you know, opening up the borders. What does that mean? How, how what's our um, provisions for healthcare? Uh, how have we? Um, how has Health City, in, in specific, responded? And they've done some really great things to prepare uh, in the event of any outbreak. The next Leadership Command seminar is on Wednesday, September 30th. The focus: infrastructure and environment. Recovery Month activities continue as the Department of Counseling Services pushes this year's theme of joining the voices for recovery, celebrating connections. Clinical Supervisor Dr. Kathleen Whitaker is reminding residents that DCS has three programs the community can access. We've got Caribbean Haven Residential Center. We've also got um, we've got Family Resource Center and we've got the Counseling Center. So those are three entities under the Department of Counseling Services. And so it goes from like the least, um, the least intensive treatment into the most intensive treatment. Caribbean Haven is a residential facility that treats those with severe drug and alcohol addictions. That helps give them that safe and secure environment so that they can um, succeed and they can get a job, they can get secure housing and they get connected to the right services, maybe stabilize on medication, that kind of a thing. And then once they're in there and then they've succeeded and then we've got group programs, we've got individual therapy there, then they can uh, transition out into the community and they can come in and to our outpatient services. Outpatient services are available for individuals, families, couples and groups. So the groups we have early recovery, relapse prevention, and intensive outpatient treatment. So those are steps also. So as they're receiving in, you know, indirect um, direct counseling, they're also receiving group counseling as well. Access to the Department of Counseling Services is free to all Cayman residents. A well-known instructor makes a donation to the University College of the Cayman Islands to keep students dancing. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has more. After more than four decades, Jackie Balls, famously known for her Pasadora Place location, Ms. Jackie's School of Dance, has closed its doors. But Monica Lawrence, University College of the Cayman Islands Director for the Performing Arts, says she's passed on her store's items to better the school. She has given us a lot of her fixtures, for example, mirrors, 
the shelving, the benches. She has also given us the bars, and this we appreciate very much because right now the bars that we have cannot facilitate the amount of dance students that we have. Ms. Ball's donations will assist UCCI from dance classes to concerts and even the Mr. and Mrs. UCCI competitions. She has also donated props. And we do have our yearly spring concerts, a lot of her trophies, plaques, and we have our Mr. and Miss UCCI competitions where we do give out trophies and all that. She has also given us character costumes. Ms. Lawrence has worked closely with Ms. Jackie for several years and says the donation has shown Ms. Jackie has confidence in the school and its dance students. In the arts, you know, anybody that passes on their legacy to another person is really passing the baton. And that I'm grateful for because Ms. Jackie is a stable within the Cayman Islands. For Ms. Jackie Balls, she simply wanted to help create an environment for those who come alive on a dance floor. Well, I started giving all the students free lessons at the beginning of the year, and I just saw their enthusiasm and their love of dance, and I just wanted to help them maintain that, that desire to dance. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.